Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. So today I want to share something more in real time from my life. In real life, I love sharing stories about my experiences and my challenges and the insights and it always really helps me to organize and refine my thoughts to share stories. But for the podcast, I've always wanted it to be simplified, focused, organized material. And telling stories from my life doesn't seem to fit that. But I feel like it would be a really good practice. And also you can let me know also what you think about this kind of podcast episode where it's more of a snippet from my life in real time. So yesterday we had a cacao ceremony at Spanda, the yoga studio, and we were kind of reflecting at the beginning about our intention for the session. And as I was reflecting, I, the word that popped up for me was flow, um, that I wanted to be in that flow um, a bit more. And I could feel that it was, that this was around my work. So a bit of a backstory, um, as I've been writing podcasts, there's, there's been a couple of really huge topics that have been bubbling for a long time and it feels a little bit scattered. I can see that it's going to be a series. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the next episodes are going to be this very special series of really important and big um, topics to unpack. And it's it's just been feeling really scattered because it's not totally hashed out. The order is only actually starting to be apparent now, but there's not a flow. It's just all of these scattered bits. And I, I want to be back in the flow where I'm creating and it's effortless and it's on a background of organization and I... I know it's coherent. So in my, the, the first word that popped up for me when I was kind of contemplating what I need and what I want and what I really desired and trying to uncover that intention, flow popped up. But right away I saw that actually I don't need flow. I need a peacefulness to respect the balance between the scattered parts of my experience and the flowing parts. Um, so that kind of seemed obvious right away that my intention was to find peacefulness. And then as soon as we kind of dropped in and drank the cacao, the realization clicked like pretty quickly. My mind reminded itself um, in this really kind of deep and intimate space, having heard, you know, what I need and what was kind of challenging me and what my highest intention was. Then my mind kind of clicked and reminded itself that my favorite thing in the world is to make sense of messy scattered bits. I love I love to organize all the bits. I love having heaps of bits of information and this whole web of of experience and I love to organize this mess into something, you know, taking taking some of those bits and organizing them into something that is harmonious. And that's my work. Um, so right away, there came an appreciation. I remembered that this is the work that I love so much. You know, my deep purpose and my favorite thing, my challenge that 
um, I love, which is my work. And that kind of realization, it, it right away just brought a release. There was an acceptance. I wasn't, I wasn't pushing towards more flow. I wasn't trying to get away from the scatteredness. There was kind of like a stepping back into that wiser part of myself, almost like that smaller worried part of myself let go or gave away to back to that peacefulness. So that was a nice little insight. But as the ceremony continued, I could see the deeper message and the, the deeper issue of, of what, why this peacefulness was taken away from me. And really it's the, it's work (laughs) for me, it's work. So I um, I could see how I'm, I'm so fixated and this is something that has come up again and again and again for me about how attached I am to my work. So the work that I do is, is running a small business and a, a small business that started as a yoga studio. And I mean, I, I had always run a business before and was a sole trader and, you know, traveled the world, you know, was living abroad and, and running different kind of yoga offerings. But Running a small business in Australia is a completely different situation. You're really plugged into a very specific system. And yeah, there's a lot of pressure from many different angles. And of course, this is not just Australia, all countries. But when you really like um, make your business legitimate, I guess I could say there's a lot of pressures. And I've noticed over the years again and again that there's such a charge and there's such an attachment to work. And I've had a lot of trauma around my work and and worked through actually really discovered the deep trauma in my being through the the triggers of trauma at work and i you know i kind of remembered and realized that work is really my my biggest addiction so it's the number one way that i personally manipulate my consciousness So, you know, beyond all drugs and food and relationships, the way that I try to feel better and try to feel more successful and feel more worthy and feel more connected and feel more happy and feel more at peace. Like the way that I manipulate my consciousness, the the main strategy that I have is work and trying to just chase hits of success from work to keep me from feeling the unworthiness that is conditioned at the very core of my personal experience. So there is an episode, we can link it in the show notes on the website about this kind of core wound of unworthiness or just, um, explains it from a certain angle. Maybe you have listened to it already. It's called, I'm a bad person, or I believe I'm a bad person. Um, And yeah, you might want to go back and listen to that, even if you've heard it already, so that you can remember what this kind of deep feeling of badness that is kind of, it's was reinforced in our by our own nervous system 
in response to our environment at a very young age. So our own nervous system very likely employed different mechanisms of internalizing badness and internalizing shame and guilt in order to protect attachment relationships when we were developing and in our, you know, our youngest years. And that kind of reinforced badness. So no one else, I mean, other people may have also told us we were bad and there may be many layers to it, but at the minimum, there was, there is likely to have been a, a feeling of badness. And that actually gets established in the nervous system as the psychological self began to form. And I can definitely feel that deep, that sense of badness, guilt, shame. For me, it's always like this root. I'm worried I'm going to get in trouble. And that's, that's really there. It's deeply conditioned at the core of my personal self. But luckily, there are many ways to mitigate the effects that that has on us through awakening and deconditioning processes. And work is the number one way that I have unconsciously for many years sought to appease that deep, painful feeling that kind of is running in the background. And when work isn't going good, it's one of those things that really fills up my cup really quickly or the other way is it empties my cup really quickly. And then if any other area of my life isn't running in flow, it is even harder to hold that capacity. It's even harder to have that capacity to hold a loving space for other areas of my life that might be scattered and not quite in flow yet. So my problem is definitely not with scattered experiences I, I love scattered experiences. I trust myself. I enjoy the process. I enjoy the journey of my life. I, I really do on many, in many ways on many levels. But the striving for work to be in that state of flow and harmony and the attachment that work needs to be in flow or harmony, otherwise... I've kind of just lost my greatest consciousness manipulator, my greatest band-aid, my greatest like um, support that helps me from feeling that unworthiness. So the realization of something like this that I am obsessed with or fixated on having my work be really flowing and... I need to feel successful in my work in order to feel happy and, and these kind of dynamics that are at play. The realization of these kind of dynamics is the first and the most significant step to healing it. Actually, just being aware is the first step. After that, it's, you know, the... It's really good to have already a set of tools that you've practiced so that you can apply them and hold a loving space for this process that's inside. So not to identify now with the process that's happening, but just to see it as, okay, this is something that is conditioned inside of me. This is why it's being conditioned inside of me. Okay, that all makes sense. 
it actually starts to bring us more into our conscious mind. And the conscious mind is the part of us that has will and makes decisions and chooses and wishes and has desires and thinks and plans of how it wants to live the most optimized life. And that part is, you know, really clear and really informed about what's going on. It has a lot of patience now to deal with the patterns of behavior and the patterns, other patterns of thinking that might arise in response to the conditioning that's there. But there can be a meeting between them. And that's all we, we, what we most want is a meeting between our conscious will and our programmed behaviors. We want the freedom to behave in alignment with what we think and what we think in this moment of how we want to behave. So this kind of awareness bridges that gap between, you could say, conscious and subconscious mind or your adult self and the child self maybe the higher self and the lower self, you know, the animal part of yourself, the sacred part of yourself, you know, there is this kind of divide inside of us that becomes apparent in many moments of stress and suffering. So having that awareness and the realization is the most significant step. It's definitely the first step. And then depending on who you are and what the, what the realization is about, different tools can be employed. For me, just having that realization and weaving it into my self-awareness practice, which is a daily practice of being aware of what's moving through me, is exactly what I need. So already I can feel myself wanting to plan, or it's already happened because this was yesterday. It's already happened where I've felt myself wanting to plan work and like feeling like really excited and like I'm going to get <laughs> a hit from planning my work or from getting ahead at work. And just noticing that. So bringing more awareness to the behaviors that come up, it, it lessens that charge of them just being pulls from the unconscious. And there's something that arise up as an urge that can be evaluated and then acted on accordingly instead of just like this addictive urge that, that pulls through and that feels really bad when it's not being fully acted out or appeased or it's not going the way that it wants it to. So I'm going to leave that little insight there. I'm sure a lot of you could relate, maybe not necessarily with the work, but with the feelings of unworthiness and the different ways that we seek to distract ourselves or to fulfill those urges through other means. How do you do it? What are your hits? to prevent yourself from feeling that deep core of unworthiness from in your personality? Well, how do you try to be good and successful? Or are those some of your strategies? What strategies do you use? I'll leave you there with that reflection. And you'll be hearing from me again next week where I might have a big flowing successful series for you. Have a great week.